up, everybody? Travis Took here with my cousin, good friend, longtime training partner, mm-hmm. Andrew Craig. Hey, man. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I like the get-up. I like this. Um, I like the green screen. Well, they, they can't tell. Oh, I like the whatever you insert during this. This awesome room with the glowing yeah. logo. Oh, was that a waterfall? Ooh, the ocean. No. <laughs> now the edit guy's got to change all that on Whoa, cue. mountains, desert, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, well, this is where I live. Well, so. <laughs> I can't wait to see that. So what brings you into town? Always good to see you. UFC. Um, Want to go... Gonna go to the fights. So I got hooked up with some tickets. Sweet. So you know my usual routine is um say I'm gonna leave early on Friday, go train at Irish's. Yeah, uh, I leave late on Friday and don't get home in time to do that. Right. Um and then you hit me up about coming to train here and correct. And then we started class and then twenty five minutes later you were here. Dude, it was like seven tops. I'm going with more than ten. You know what was uh weird? I turned on Grant and I got in the left turn lane and to go to Plex, and I'm just sitting there waiting for it to turn. All green. in, all in. You can't say that, <laughs> Doctor Lou's gonna kill you. <laughs> Shucks. Um, all in, all in. I just did the recording with him yesterday. Oh, for real? Yeah, or Thursday. Dang. Well, anyway, uh, I was just like subconsciously stuck in that light, and then all of a sudden I go. So you got drawn back to like years ago, and that was part of your routine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. I probably haven't been there since. I don't know, 2000. It's real different now. 14, I know. They painted it all gray. It looks great, but it looks pretty dark. I want to go yeah. I want to go check it out. You should. Well, I still see you doing the exercises. I'm like, mm, I can't. I don't know if my body functions that way anymore. Like lifting heavy weights and jumping and stuff. I don't. Well, Andrew, you should know this by now. Anytime it, you're going to post like a story, uh-huh. you you rest completely. Right. And you say, hey, film the best. That's like, a good point. Five reps. Yeah. And then make sure when they give you the cue that they stop, you drop the weights. Mm. And then it looks like you've been doing that the whole session. Highly intelligent. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I look like I know what I'm doing. Um, so Lou was in here yesterday, huh? Lou was in here Thursday. So far, ours is going a little bit better, you think? Uh, don't tell him I said that, okay. but he'll probably see that. <laughs> yeah, it's going pretty good. What y'all talk about? Um, I asked him questions about uh, injuries and recovery, and then he gave advice about 14 other things, including those two. Okay, so nice. pretty good. Yeah. And... Was the mustache present? Yeah. yeah he's got like here. that thick, you know, Vietnamese, like the the whiskers grow straight forward. <laughs> so it's a pretty impressive mustache. Wow. Well, I'll, I'll watch that one. I'm looking forward to that yeah, episode. That'll be- When's that dropping? <laughs> that should be dropping about three weeks tops. Still got a <laughs> three few Three weeks? Well, we got a few more. We only want oh a week. My, okay, yeah. We don't yeah. have like <clears throat> celebrities like you, you got like a like, You got like a big like bank of like filled up of them though, huh? Yeah. Just kind of like release Well, them. I knew that if I like made myself do one a week and then put it out, it wouldn't oh, get done. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So I did a bunch so I can be lazy That's for a while. That's very smart. Yeah. I, yeah. I, knew, I knew myself well enough to- And then I read somewhere they said, if you want to- if you want to like have a show or do a podcast, seven's like the magic number. So to get past I, to, to get, get past seven, seven, yeah. So I filmed seven. No, I filmed eight. Okay, and then I started releasing one at a time. Ah, uh, smart. And so now my magic number is like nine. Dude, a lot of people I feel <clears throat> talk about starting podcast. Is this? Can I just? Yeah, do whatever you want. Okay, yeah. great. Are you sponsored by those sandals? Uh, no, I stole <laughs> these from Irish. Oh, sweet. <laughs> um, Who's Irish? They don't know him by the nickname. Okay, Michael Corley. Okay. Yeah, so he's got these cool, like, Team USA, you know, a bunch of, like, Team USA gear for, uh, 
USA Muay Thai team. Yeah. And um, so I took these sandals, borrowed borrowed them. Permanent borrowing. But then, no, I was just only temporarily borrowing them because he left them in Austin. Mm -hmm. But then um, next time he came to Austin, we were going somewhere after some training and he didn't have a fresh shirt. So I gave him a fresh shirt. He said, hey, man, I like this shirt. I said, hey, I like your sandals. And so that was it. Fair so trade. Just traded. Yeah, you but didn't at first, steal them. listen, I was gonna steal them. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna take them for uh, sure. Well, we're only judged by our actions, and technically, you didn't steal them. That's a good point. Not by our thoughts. How? Yeah. Oof. If it was that, then oh man, we're all in trouble. Straight to hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, who are you picking for the big fights tonight? Um, let's just slow down. Let's not jump straight in, okay? Um, I thought you were in a hurry to go eat, but we can we can hang out for three hours and just I am can catch I am up. hungry. Can we talk about we're going to go eat first? Yeah. What yeah. would you like to eat? I mean, you live in Austin, so y'all are like the weird, awesome food capital, and we're stupid yeah, Houston with you know, nothing to eat here. You can pick whatever you want. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> what do you think? Where are we eating today? Jeeps. Ooh, I like that. You, what a, what, a, what a post uh, marathon like running answer! Yeah. What about Hong Long? They're not open anymore. No, they they don't. They they were the type. They were like the restaurant that's like, we're gonna rely on our how good our food is and not market anything. This makes me sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very sad. No more duck. Fudge. <laughs> I know. Can we tell the duck story for the podcast. No, it's kind of sounds kind of racist. I don't think we should. <laughs> Okay. It's not racist. Okay. But you if, said but it. if we if we told it I thought it was innocent, but you're making it all out to be weird. Let's just move on. Let's talk about fights. <laughs> all we ever do. No. <laughs> I just feel like anyone watching doesn't care about any of this stuff, but we do. And since the audience is only about fourteen people anyway, Dude. I like this. Let's just keep let's yeah, just double keep digit talk. listeners. <laughs> actually my, actually triple. My in man. The, in the hundreds. Not in the high hundreds. But in the few hundreds. Get out of few. Oh. Now, when I say that, that I think that means that they hit play mm -hmm. and then they listened and decided in about 20 seconds that they wanted to keep going. Okay. Yeah. But in my mind, they listened to the whole thing and, and took, notes. Changed, took notes right. and, and made some real life changes yeah, after that. Definitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, um, with that being said, let's do fight stuff hey you want to talk about the training today the train today was excellent i actually did want to talk about that let's do it. um you hit me with a weird move i had never seen before mm. that weird uh grip on the arm yeah. it's like a corkscrew arm bar that's what we'll call it i like that yeah yeah that's what it felt like that's a good enough name for it i don't have a name for it okay cool yeah corkscrew arm bar um that was very cool and then i was just very surprised going with Everybody, everybody's so good. Yeah. Um, Nerium almost wrist locked Narium. me. Narium almost wrist locked me. From where? Uh, I was in his guard, oh, and I was like he, grabbing did he do a that wrist. One, like, yeah. You grabbed what, the wrist. What you're about to do, and then he did that. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Good for him. I want to learn that one. I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't. I don't know how to do that, but I'm not on my back. On my back ever, so it doesn't really make sense for me right, to learn that. Because you've been working on your wrestling lately. Well, I know it wasn't evident today, but we're in those stupid pajamas, and I can't have any separation without you grabbing my shirt. It's gonna rip, man! You can't grab my shirt in a fight. Yeah, you can't. You can't grab any of the clothes they're wearing. If you, um, I mean, 
Yeah, so like I said, you face-planted me. I was really hoping Narium's dad didn't uh, film that or catch that piece. I hope he did. Um, I do yeah. have the other cameras I can check, too. Ooh, I would like to see security footage on that. Maybe I'll include it right now during this part of our conversation. That's a really great idea. I don't think I have it, actually. Why not? I just don't think I can go back on It's not a real security system. It's just, for, <laughs> just to scare people. <laughs> It is a real security system. Don't break in here. There's nothing here. Are you serious? It it does record. I don't know how far I can go back. I would think it's like probably at least like the day. I would think I've the never past tried. hour. I've never done really? it. Really? Dude, okay, so um we can go back and check all the security footage and find like when people got injured, when people got hit by an awesome no move. No one gets injured here. Well, no, but uh, like that sweet move, you would have seen me faceplant. It's ah, like correct. I think I think your security system is almost going to be more valuable for that than it will be for security. Okay. Yeah. You make a perfect point. So something to think about. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Okay. So that was cool. Uh, yeah. So Narium almost wrist locked me. That was I said, hey, no wrist locks though. He just didn't listen. Um, oh, because of your your hands couldn't. Because be. of my hand issue. <laughs> I didn't actually say that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh good rolls. Um all all around the place. Good stuff. Well good. Yeah. It was great having you in. Hey man, thanks. Good yeah. to be here. I can't wait till we train again in twenty twenty one. Well no, it's early twenty twenty. We got at least like two more sessions this year. Oh yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. That's right. Back to back. Idiot. I might um, come to Austin. I and would then you could visit me when I come up there. Yeah, I think you would. Yeah. Um Robbie's, someone at Robbie's. I think in a few months, actually. A couple months. Fantastic. Dose months. Dose month, month as, month. Meses. Mo- meses. Yeah. Yeah. That's corn. No, that's, m- no. <laughs> okay, uh, so anyway. Everyone's got to be so confused by now. Um, All right, uh, so what are your thoughts on the fights today? So, uh, I'm actually, I heard some people kind of talking mess about the fights, but. Maybe I'm just excited about him because there's so many Houston people. Okay. Other than that, I really don't um, – I'm not that stoked on it. But, okay, so first one that I would be looking at is the uh, Domingo Pilarte versus Newsom. I don't know who Newsom is, but I've known Domingo for a while. He's yeah. kind of been a stud in Houston for a long time. Yeah, yeah, Domingo – I've trained with him a few times just in grappling. Very frustrating in, like, every position. Yeah. He's very well-rounded, super tight grappling. Super athletic, good yeah. boxing, good kickboxing. I don't know if he's had has he had a fight in the UFC yet. I think maybe he. I think he, he had, had a big won. win on uh, Dana White contender series. Well, that would be is that not considered a UFC fight? No, that's you know better that, than I do. Yeah, then that gets you into the UFC. Oh, okay. That's kind of like the new tough, right? The, like right. The, yeah, new Ultimate Fighter. Okay. But like a different version of it. So I think I think he had a good win in there. I don't know if he's had a UFC fight yet. So I'm excited to see him go out there and perform. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. What a sweet dude. That weird. I wish I had been on a Houston card. I've never been on a Houston card for the UFC. Yeah, I know. Was, remember You're, that one time there was like a big Houston card, and then a week later we had to go to Manchester for my fight. Right. I feel like they – I think they just wanted to show um, how pretty the UFC boys could be to the rest of the world. So they I, put you on the flight to go to Australia and Abu Dhabi yeah, and Manchester. Bunch of bull honk. <laughs> and then Houston, it's like, uh, no, we don't. We can't squeeze you in, but next week we can send you to the other side of the planet. Yeah, that makes no sense. Remember <laughs> – Remember the big issue in Manchester that we um, found out around weigh-in day? About the water? About the water. Yeah. If you go to the UK, 
check the bottled water. A lot of it has a lot of sodium in it. All of it does. We couldn't find. And then we, we asked about where can you get distilled water. Remember what they told us? They're like, well, you only use that if you go to like like car repair shops. Use oh, it. yeah. It's like you couldn't find water that wasn't full of sodium. USA. <laughs> USA. <laughs> that was the only time I think I ever saw you like... Like you, you never missed weight. You never really complained. But I think your mind went to the place where you considered not making the weight because you you'd been sweating, working out, you know, preparing, and then you get on the scale and it was very little difference. Yeah. And then we had no idea you're drinking all this salt water the whole time, <laughs> which maybe your corners should have checked that. Our bad. <laughs> and then uh, and then you're in the sauna like just pushing it to the limit because you had to double down oh, on sauna time. Oh, that was brutal. And you, I remember you're just kind of like. I see why people just take the goddamn pay cut yeah. and don't <laughs> make the weight. <laughs> that was the worst one, huh? Yeah, that That's was bad. funny. Not as bad as the um, strep throat. Oh, the and tonsillitis. Yeah. Brutal. I think I would have made weight on that one without cutting just because I was a... Uh... I don't think you would have made performance, though. No, no, no. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, oh, man, I, I almost want to go back there just to like... Well, I guess we had a little bit of exploring time that was cool. Yeah, we, we to got the to mall hang out that, in the desert. Dude, we went to the mall that one day. had like the three-story aquarium. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. That was cool. The ro- Did you go on the roller coaster? No, I was too sick. Oh, yeah. we went on it. Did y'all do the go the Fastest uh, roller coaster too? in the world. I don't think we did the go-karts. Y'all just did the roller coaster. But that thing was, I mean, fastest was like roller coaster hanging in the world onto a bullet. It is in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yeah. And then, and then we did the camels in Dubai. Yeah. Right? Went to the beach there. And smoked some hookah in the desert. Oh, yeah. And it was like this show and belly dancer. It was a belly dancer. There was an eagle, uh, a falcon presentation. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And you slept through half of it because you were still sick. (laughs) But we really enjoyed your dad's Oh, yeah. I did fall asleep. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Well, they finally gave me- I was like, Andrew, look. Look at this. We're in the desert. Look at this. You kind of- Sweet. <laughs> well, you know, I was finally on some really good sick. antibiotics, and That's I was true. feeling good enough to sleep. That was was a good moment in my life. I was surprised during that trip that um, how many doctors you had to see in an attempt to like persuade you that maybe you don't have strep throat. <laughs> I felt yeah. that way. It was like you went and saw a doctor, and the doctor was like, um, "Well, how do you feel?" You're like, "Awful. I have strep throat." He goes, "Yeah, it looks that way too." What do you think? Why don't we give it a day? <laughs> yeah, give it a day. It's like, give it a day. You got coronavirus. What do you think? Like, ah, maybe, maybe tomorrow I can fight. Yeah, I just remember they kept on coming in the room, and um, it was uh, all those doctors. Not many of them spoke great English, or if they did, I don't know. But maybe, maybe this was the thing that was really uh, concerning to me. They kept on giving me my temperature in Celsius, and I was like too sick to ask them to translate. And so I was like, this must be bad. Like, That's really cold. <laughs> huh? (laughs) Yeah, that was a bummer, man. I felt really bad for uh, Kamozi, who I was going to fight, because they never told him that I was sick. No, not till yeah, till the end. Not till the way he was cool. He was very cool. Because I've seen fighters get very upset when something like that happens. Yeah. And sometimes for good reason. A fighter, you know, uh, decides not to fight for a, a nonsense reason, but... But you know, sometimes things out of your, are out of your control, and I thought Kamozi was really like understanding. Like he he was, he was sympathetic. He was like, "Man, I'm I'm sorry that happened to you. Yeah, Not yeah, like yeah. I'm sorry this happened to me." I think you know? because when it came down to it, they were like, "Okay, uh, trip to Abu Dhabi, and you still get paid your show money." 
Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. I was like, not okay, a crap I can deal life. With it. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was too okay. Bad. Yeah. Well, that was pretty cool. Um, okay. Next one on the card that's Houston is Murano. So he had his opponent drop out real recently, and this guy Williams took the fight. So I don't know who Williams is, but all I know is Murano is the most gun ho fighter who I think everybody that fights likes fighting to a certain extent. Yeah. Loves fighting, loves training, stuff like that. I don't know if anybody loves it more than Murano. No, yeah, you make a really good point. Um, you you hear it like in the interviews that he does, yeah. the stuff that he posts online, but mostly in just how he steps forward into his opponent's face and is willing to exchange. Yeah, I know? love it. He is so freaking passionate about just throwing down for like all. He's the, he's the guy that like takes it back the other way where so many guys are talking about I'm not doing that unless I get paid 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 you know where they're approaching it much more as as a businessman right. which I also appreciate <clears throat> which a lot of guys do that and sure. it's awesome but Murano I feel like doesn't give a crap about that and he's <laughs> yeah. just all in it for like the guts and the glory and I just I love that so much yeah I think it's, it's so cool it's a very pure energy yeah and brings. it's so it's so refreshing it's not it's not that usual anymore. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that's a big reason why he's successful. He's he's a I mean, he is a talented technical fighter, but he'll fight I think he's he's won a handful of fights where those stats were maybe pretty even and he just continues to push forward. Yeah. And he'll 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 take the hit and he he accepts it. You see people get hit and there's this fear that sort of washes over them, like, oh my God, like I don't good. want that to happen again. Yeah. You know, that that's that I might get knocked out and I don't think he cares if he gets knocked out. You know, no. I mean, he doesn't want to lose, but he doesn't care about the threat of losing. He yeah. just wants to fully experience the raw energy of a fight. Dude, and he's six and two in the UFC, which is no joke of a record. Yeah. I no was doubt. three and four. I mean, like He's yeah, I, I I'm really looking forward to that man. I want to see him shine, especially in Houston. Yeah, be and cool. I, I think I think too he, I, I mean I think all fighters are like this, but he really feels the energy of the crowd. And oh, he brings big a time. lot of crowd energy to yeah. his hometown. Yeah, it never it never, um, it the pressure that he takes from it is all positive. Right, he doesn't let it get to him. Yeah, he's not going to try to secure win safely or, or, or worry about how he looks. No in way. Any way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Morano's Morano's the man. Um the other one, uh Murphy versus Lee. Uh Murph Lauren Murphy, she trains with Bob Perez now. Yeah. And so that's kind of cool. Like I mean, just cause he pumps out some killers. Definitely. And that uh, Andrea Lee trains with Tim Crater. So oh, it's kind of a cool. uh third coast like just just a nice golf coast fight between some women you know (laughs) definitely yeah andrea lee is the one whose husband had the uh like the swastika tattoos oh really yeah maybe i did but i don't know enough story like 2019 or 2018 and uh she there was you know some shit he she left she went to craters now so he's her head coach so that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, we got a Bob Perez, Perez versus Tim Crater. Those fighters going to get against each other in Houston. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I love Tim, man. I wish uh, I wish I could see him this time. He's um, Tim's another guy. 
I, I can't speak as much about the fighters. I think you know a little more about these two than me. But but just talk about the the coach. Tim and I go way back. We trained as purple belts together when he was just like a, a jiu-jitsu gypsy back in the day. He was yeah. just kind of in town, and we would train. And, and just Machado's, to, right? Or no, here. No, he was here in Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he trained under— um, He trained with Eve, and what, would he train with um, Saul? He trained with Saul. He trained with Eve. Um, he had a lot of fights, including you know a few in the UFC, and he was on the Ultimate Fighter show. Uh, he trained under, um, uh, I'm John uh, Rodrigo Medeiros, not Comprido, but the original that started Revolution Dojo. Oh, right? okay. And so that's where he trained. You know, has a school in Louisiana, and um, Tim sort of like. Like a lot of what we were saying about Murano is kind of like that. Like a lot of his fights, he just he likes the he smiles at the violent aspect of the fight. Right. And I think that's a that's a trait that if you explain that to an like a, the average person, they think it's like a psychopathic type tendency. Like, oh, if you like violence, then you're a bad person. It's like, no, he's like the sweetest guy in the world, and so is Murano. Yeah. But. This is their sport. Not like they're doing it on the street. You, you'd be hard-pressed to fight these guys in the street because they're happy with... They get all of that out in, like, the real world. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Tim, you... I remember, I still remember you told me way back in the day when y'all trained together that he goes hard in jiu-jitsu. Like, if he gets an arm, he's taking that arm home. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I, it, I, I could appreciate it, but it was like... You had to put on a different, you know, face when you go with somebody yeah. like that. It's like, we're not flow training. We're I still try to murder each I other. I still remember right meeting him uh, at one of my fights in Louisiana. Yeah. Because um, he had another guy fighting. And, like, at the time, I was, like, you know, 24 or something. I'd seen him on the Ultimate Fighter. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. He's <laughs> too crater, you know? Right. It was cool. Yeah. Um, all right. This one is cool. This one's different. Uh, Trevin Giles, he's – have you ever trained with him? I don't think he's no. I know he's here, here in town. I know he's trained yeah. uh, with a lead. I know Tyson, who trains here, cross trains with him oh, okay. uh, quite a bit. Yeah, yeah nice. Has before. Um, so he's fighting. He is. Uh, he's fighting. I guess his opponent dropped out like last minute, didn't make make way or mm-hmm. whatever happened. Maybe he was like sick. I don't know. Like I was that one time. James Krause jumped in. Yeah. James Krause is a really talented fighter. I think does one fifty five and one seventy. Took a one eighty five fight on twenty four hour notice. Really? Yeah. So let me like let me ask about like your opinion. Um, And I don't know how many times if if this happened. I don't know if this exactly happened to you, but obviously you had to imagine that you know it could. What what is the how much do you think that affects fighters on average when there's a there's a change like that last man? Depends who they change it to. Yeah. So for instance, Murano's opponent got changed as kind of like a no name. Right. Like it might be his UFC debut. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to say much about Which it. It could you know? be good or bad. I it think. could be good or bad. Well, it it's probably an easier fight for Murano, but it's less rewarding if he wins and sure. it looks worse if he loses. Yeah. Um when I had my last fight in the UFC, I had like I was going against this guy, Edgar Garcia, mm. and like watching tape and you know, game planning for the fight, I was like, Oh, this is a perfect fight for me. Right. It's a really good one to get another win. Yeah. And he dropped out. I think maybe a week and a half in advance, and they put in Lyman Good instead. That's right, yeah. And Lyman Good was the former Bellator champ. was like yeah. a total fucking killer. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, that's okay, not I guess. That's not a good one to get me back on track. Yeah, you know? yeah. Usually they put guys that have been on losing streaks you know, together sure. to fight. And Lyman Good was on a winning streak outside of Bellator trying to get into a different organization. Right. So I was like, well. But I also, at the time, I was kind of like, 
I wasn't just gonna. They gave me the option. Hey, man, we can just you know run it back and get you on another card. Right. But I was like, and I and in hindsight, I don't know how you should handle it. In hindsight, everything's you know twenty twenty. Yeah. But I would have probably been like, yeah, let's postpone and do it somewhere else. Right. Instead of going against like this killer. But all, so many plans that had already been made to go to San, San Diego, right. and I really thought that my preparation was good enough. I was like, you know, I, I don't care who it is. Yeah. And but I, I think, think that's also like the, the ego of the fighter. Well, and that kind of what we were talking about before about um, the business side of being a professional athlete yeah. and making those choices and not really knowing because the organization has to make its choices based on what is going to be, you know, what it thinks is best. And it gives a certain amount of leeway to the fighters, but but not 100%. You also have to step up as the fighter and make sure you're willing to do what they ask so that you have the best opportunities. And, and fighting so unpredictable. It's like you don't know when, when somebody steps in what you're getting. Almost certainly not what somebody's been training for, specifically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a I think that's a tough fight for Trevin Giles, especially like if you think about it, well, he's going against a guy that usually fights at 170, but a lot of these guys at 170 also weigh 200 pounds. They're, yeah. you know, look at Mike Kiesa, look at Usman. They're he's still huge. Right. So it's not like he's fighting like a smaller guy. He's also a super experienced vet. So I think that one is much tougher than Murano's re- replacement. Um, also on the card, Derek Lewis versus that guy. I don't even know how to say his first name, but Latifi. Latifi. We'll go with that. Um, Derek Lewis, longtime mm-hmm. Houston guy. I don't know if I've been on a card with Derek or not. Like back in not a not a UFC card, but like a legacy card or something right. like that. I'm not sure if I have or not, or like an IXFA or something. But this Latifi guy fought on Glory One, Glory the Kickboxing Show. Yeah. Glory One had kickboxing or had mixed martial arts matches on it too. Did he fight? He fought an MMA match or he a fought kickboxing? An, he match? fought an MMA match. Okay. Yeah, that was the one I cornered Corley in. Oh, Stockholm. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And that was cool. Um, cause How just do you cause, see this one matching up? Uh, probably Derek Lewis losing for a little while, then knocking him out. I don't know. It you know sounds like a game plan that's worked usually, for Or not years. losing at all and just knocks him out in the first round. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I kind of hope it. I want him to win either way, but I hope it's the first one because that's more exciting. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd, like, I'd rather <laughs> see an exciting fight, but I'm picking a Derek Lewis KO win. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. Dude, I, lo- I love watching the guy so much. Um... Next couple of fights are good, but actually the next fight is good. Dan Ego Ige versus uh, Mursad Bektik, but uh, I don't know who to pick on that one. Adams versus Tafa, don't know much about. The Chen- Chev- Shevchenko versus Chukagan. Chevchenko. Okay. I think she's like a 4-1 to one favorite. Really? And you know, like most of the- Do you uh, know much about her opponent? Uh, no. Okay. Only that it's probably going to be like one of these- that poor girl, you know, like anybody that fought like Nunez in her heyday or, you know, Nunez still in her heyday, but just someone that's probably going to lose, but maybe put a, you know, going to be tough. Put on a show for a little bit and then gradually. Yeah, exactly. And then I really don't, I mean, the main event, I'm got to pick John Jones, but. Yeah. I don't think you can ever not pick John Jones until somebody finally beats him once. Yeah. You know, and even then you mostly pick him. Or uh, drops him, takes him down. Really so it hurt, hurts him in any way. Yeah, the last person to like do anything it was I feel like was Vitor hit him with bar? a high kick and then got an arm bar. Yeah. Other than that, though, I, I yeah I feel like he's never he he's he's had moments of danger that he wasn't in for long enough to say like oh that could really be exploited. Yeah. You know, it's like there were moments of danger, but it wasn't nothing enough where you really saw 
his like mortality, you know, like it's just kind of like, well, what's what's the answer to to open this guy up and actually beat him? Yeah, like uh, Muheta went at him, um, striking. Who else? Uh, Anthony John, Anthony Smith. Yeah, neither of those guys really did much to him, and I feel like as soon as John wants to take somebody down, yeah, and just put him on the ground, it's game he just over. Decides to do that. Yeah. Also, check this out. Like, JP, you getting this? My bicep holding the mic like this. Oh! You could have had bicep time the whole time. What a bummer! I think you should you should have worn a smaller shirt. Hey, you want to have a, a a sleeves rolled up arm wrestling match right here? No, man. <laughs> I definitely do not. I don't. You know, I like winning things. It doesn't sound like I would do very well. I, don't know, I think you'd beat me in arm wrestling. I mean, you wouldn't beat me in hand wrestling with hey, this little hair. Hey, oh, we're not talking about that. We're doing the pod, okay? Well, this has been delightful. It has been delightful. Can we go eat now? Yeah, we could go. Where do you want to eat? Oh, anything weird like they have in Austin. I couldn't help it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ladies and gentlemen, know. this is Andrew Craig, the outstanding mixed martial arts fighter, but really just a big, goofy animal guy. Yep, yep. That's it. All right, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. yeah.